everyone, this is Dr. Anastasia Chopolis, and this is another episode of Scientific Healing. Please help spread the word by giving us some thumbs up or five star love. In today's program, I'm going to talk a little bit about the beginning steps of doing a detox. When to detox, uh, why to detox, how to detox. This is really just the first little niche in it and my approach is a lot gentler. You do not have to go through like a really horrible set of circumstances where you're feeling withdrawal symptoms. So today I'm going to explain why you get withdrawal symptoms and what to do about it. You know you hear a lot about detoxing, people detoxing, oh you're so toxic, there's all this toxic stuff around you, and do you really need to detox? And uh, it's always kind of scary because they make you think that, like there's something wrong with you and full of poisons and all of that. And for the most part, <laughs> your body has amazing systems in it. So let me just reiterate what's going on in your body and whether you really need to go through a short detox, a longer detox, or an extensive detox, and how to do that safely. Because a lot of them, uh, like one of them in particular that I've heard about over and over is you put lemon and cayenne pepper in uh, clean water and you throw in some maple syrup and you drink this all day long and uh, it's supposed to detox your body. I mean, really? <laughs> so, so the whole idea of the cayenne is to help raise your metabolism a little bit. Uh, I don't know what the maple syrup is for, maybe to make it more palatable because it's kind of weird to mix cayenne and lemon. And uh, the only thing that's really good about it is the lemon juice, right? So lemon juice is alkalizing, which is very healthy for your body, and so is the water. But the whole purpose of that is to jumpstart basically a weight loss program. And it is not really a true detox. So I'm going to talk about the what I think about detoxing, and uh, I've done many of them. I have tried all kinds of different ones. I have done some where I ate nothing but vegetable broths for three weeks. Um, that was the purpose of that was to shrink a big tumor, which it did. Um, I did another one that was 26 days long, and then I extended it beyond that. It was a vegan kind of thing, and uh, it generally worked. Um, it did not do what it was expected to do. And then the, the third one that I've done uh, a few times is a quick three-day. And what that does is it really helps unstick you from addictions. So I digress. So let's go back to talking about detoxing. So what's going on inside your body is also reflected in your environment. So if your house has got lots of clutter and dust balls under your bed and uh, you pull open your drawers and they're completely disorganized and you can't find anything and there's like dirt and old things stuck in the corners of your drawers and closets. Um, you know, you look under the bed or under your refrigerator and it's a nightmare. That same thing is going on in your body. There's an energetic connection between your environment and you, 
right? So the first step to do to start this detox process is to actually start working on your environment, cleaning it up a little at a time. So that's step number one. And you can also do a lot of the energetic things to clean your environment, like, uh, you know, bring crystals in and put them in certain locations. Um, you can do smudging, which is either um, using sage or some sort of incense and uh, smoke around the windows and just run incense in the house. That will really, uh, some of them are really nice. They they really clear out the house, a nice clean incense. Or there's also that uh, very fragrant wood. I don't know what it is, but my daughter uses it all the time. She'll smudge around the house with that. And there are, of course, um, things like salt bowls. So a salt bowl is basically like the toilet bowl for energy. And uh, if you put a bowl of salt water in different corners of your house, make sure your pets don't drink it and your kids don't get in it because it is really like a toilet bowl. It's got poopy energy in it. And you can put that around and it'll help collect the energy. And if you feel kind of crummy, you can also toss the poopy energy in the bowl and you flush that water down the toilet. Number two, is if you have a chronic condition that you have tried over and over again, going to conventional medicine, going to um, alternative medicine, going even to an energy healer, and that chronic condition just keeps recurring over and over again. And most of those are things like autoimmune issues, eczema, um, some sort of intestinal issue like IBS, uh, lupus, arthritis, all kinds of little pains, adrenal insufficiency, thyroid insufficiency, and so on, and even um, leaky gut. So all of those things, if you've got those problems and you haven't been able to get rid of them any other way, even eating a clean diet and doing all your herbs and vitamins, etc., etc., and drinking lots of water, uh, and it doesn't seem to help or clear up, that is a really good time to do a physical detox, a food detox. So then number three is if you are addicted to caffeine, sugar, uh, cigarettes, um, painkillers, any of those, detoxing will really, really, really help your body get released from those things. So the problem with doing it all at once like that is that you will have a, a serious setback. And I'll explain you why. So the body is really, really clever. Have you noticed that if you take a painkiller and you continually take a painkiller that you need more and more painkiller in order for it to do the same amount of painkilling in your body, right? So your body is really smart. So what it does is it produces an antitoxin. So painkillers are toxins. And it will produce an antitoxin like a lock and key and it will neutralize that. So what is that telling you? It's telling you that the painkiller is toxic to your body. So it creates then an antitoxin. 
The thing that's interesting about this antitoxin is that it is just as toxic to you as the toxin itself. So my drug of choice was caffeine for many years. And it's not like I drank a lot of it. I really, really enjoy the cup, a cup of warm or hot coffee with a little bit of cream, a dash of cream in it, no sugar, just a dash of cream. Just that flavor and the warmth and the richness and the smell. In Germany, uh, where I lived for many years, the coffee, they have a German roast that is not like the bitter French roast. It's this kind of like rich, smooth, and oh my God, it was so delicious, right? And I only drank one to two, maybe two and a half cups a day. But if I didn't get my dose of caffeine, I would end up with these horrible headaches, nausea, I wouldn't be able to wake up, I would be like sleep, and you think, two cups. I mean, it's just like a really tiny dose of this stuff. And that is an addiction, right? So if you have a withdrawal symptom, that's an addiction. That is definitely another sign that you need to get off of it. Because my feeling was, even though I absolutely love the flavor of coffee, and I'd walk by Starbucks and I'd breathe it in and I'm going, oh, that smells so wonderful, but I can't drink it, right? <laughs> so it's just like walking by a pastry shop, right? I'm allergic to to grains, and if I want to hurt for a week, I'll have a cookie. But, but for me, it's better if I just leave it alone and enjoy the smell and the look and say, oh, isn't that pretty, but it's plastic, and it's designed to make me miserable, right? It's the same thing with coffee. So... So these, the withdrawal symptoms are really your body responding to the antitoxins and it's making you just as sick as the toxins made you. And so the withdrawal, you know, that urge to have more, I need more, I need more, like I need to have my cup of coffee so I can feel better and I can wake up and have all that energy, like I don't need it now and I have all of this, right? So, so that that is telling you that you got a toxin inside you and the antitoxin is just as poisonous as the toxin. My suggestion is before you go on a full detox is to ease off of whatever it is that you're addicted to, whether it's cigarettes or coffee or whatever, whatever it is, your uh, painkillers, it doesn't matter, there's all kinds of addictions alcohol, whatever it is that you want to release from your life because it's now become superfluous. You don't need the fix that it gave you. And that will help clean you up. The first step is, of course, to get off of it. I have been in forums where the person running the detox um, was talking about the effect of the first three days of the detox, like how many people were miserable with headaches and nausea and body aches and, you know, a whole host of really terrible symptoms. Like they just plain old didn't feel good and a lot of them would quit. But of course, after four days, it's sort of like that's how long the body takes to stop producing the antitoxin and it helps release the, all, all of that feeling and after when you come out the other side like after the first week 
you'll notice that your eye color has improved like you know could have been muddy before like my eyes are a really bright brown if I were to shine light on them you can't really see them but they're not really dark brown they're bright brown and when the sun shines on them they look kind of like a bright mahogany and uh, it, they get brighter when I am detoxing. Your skin will change, like my skin uh, looks nice and peachy now, but if I am eating things like coffee or too much sugar, then the color of it goes brown and, uh, and the age spots start to get darker. Yeah, I have them, they're really faded, but they'll start to get darker because they fill up with um, the oxidation products, right? So. Um, you know, this is the oxidation and I'll also notice that my joints will hurt and I just won't have as much energy. I won't sleep as well. It's just like a whole cascade of effects. My blood sugar will go up. My blood pressure will go up. My cholesterol will go up. And I can tell like my blood pressure is a really good gauge when it starts climbing above 120 over 80. And that's without medication. When it starts climbing above there, there is, you know, the switch has been flipped into a more toxic state. Now, the good news is that you might not have to go through a detox if you just simply clean up your diet, right? Eating organic foods, drinking lots of water, trying to get enough sleep. Um, I know that for me, uh, I need to exercise a certain amount every day. Otherwise, I just simply don't sleep. I've been that way since I was a little kid. I have, uh, you know, my, me and one of my brothers are very hyperactive. The other two have anemia. <laughs> so we're like, we have very active minds and I just need to kill that activity. Otherwise, I can't focus. It's a gift and a curse. <laughs> By just simply doing that, first, you know, I mentioned in the beginning is to start working on your environment and then start working on yourself. And so the one suggestion I'm going to give you is for three days. And I'll talk about this topic some more over the next weeks. And the reason why I started on this topic is because, you know, every time I open my email, there's another email about uh, detoxing. I'm teaching a two-year certification program and we're on the part of the body that does detoxing. There are several things that function first of all to give you energy that includes your adrenal glands, your thyroid, your liver, uh, your digestive system, uh, the mitochondria, and so on. They give you energy in your body. Then there's a set of systems that are designed to protect your body and to detox it. So there is the immune system, a lot of which resides in the gut. There is the lymphatic system, which is uh, one of the major detoxers, the kidneys, um, the, the colon or the large intestine, and the lungs and the skin. They all have detoxing functions, right? So anything that comes in your body uh, will move out. And then the last is your, your structural support. You know, the cardiovascular system, the muscular system, the, the skeletal system, and, and the nervous system, right? So all of that is the skeletal support. So each of these systems, and of course the brain runs the whole thing. 
right? And each of these systems are designed for one of those three functions, right? And in terms of your physical health, of course, there is the mental health, the emotions, the thought processes, and all of that. And we covered that earlier um, towards the end of the first year, and we are in the middle of the second year now. And so we're talking about detoxing systems, and I went into a great more detail this week. We're just starting that unit this week, and uh, what to heal and how to heal it. But the one thing that I did want to mention is don't ever do any of those really drastic detoxes like just drinking water and lemon juice um, unless you're doing it for religious reasons, right? So a lot of religions will have you fasting in some way or another, refraining from animal products or, um, you know, some of them will have you fasting from 6 p.m. of one day to 6 p.m. of the next day. I think that is in the Church of the Latter-day Saints, formerly known as Mormonism. And one of my very good friends and professors told me about that, that he used to do that for one full day a week. And it kept him, it kept him lean and healthy into his late 80s. And uh, he was still publishing papers at that point. Those things are one day, it's not a big deal, you know, a 24 hour. But doing it for a long period of time, I've seen people do it for a long time. The problem is that all your fats contain the toxins that have circulated. The pesticides that you may have consumed, um, the outgassing elements like formaldehyde and, uh, you know, toluenes and benzenes that you may have gotten from gases, um, particulates in the air that carry toxic materials and things like that, they'll get stored in your fat. So a lot of fat will stick on your body because your body doesn't want to release the toxins. And so special precautions need to be made so you do not lose too much fat too quickly. It's never a good idea to lose 5 to 10 pounds of fat a week. It is a good idea to lose it gently, half a pound to one pound a week. I know that's slow, but at the end of the year, if you're, let's say, 100 pounds overweight at the end of the year, you're halfway there. And at the end of two years, you're all the way there, right? It's not... It, it, it's actually very gentle to do it that way and it allows your body to handle the toxins. But the first step to detoxing is cleaning your environment, um, start cleaning up your diet and all of that, and your body is amazingly designed to handle most of the day-to-day -day stuff. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate you being here, and uh, please give us some thumbs up and five-star love. Share it with your friends. Be sure to subscribe to my channel, and I will see you next time, same place. Thank you, thank you, thank you.